Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Coming up two weeks from Saturday, Penn State fans will gather in Atlanta. For the first time ever, Penn State will play in the Peach Bowl, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. And we are very pleased to have with us on the line the president and CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Gary Stoken. Gary, what a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having us, and Merry Christmas to you and all your fans and all your listeners. Appreciate we look forward to providing some Southern hospitality in Atlanta for you. And my understanding is the Chick-fil-A Bowl does it better than anybody, so we're looking forward to it very much. What did it mean to you to get, you know, Ole Miss is terrific, but what did it mean to you for the first time ever to get the brand of Penn State on your field? Well, growing up in Pittsburgh and following Penn State and the Paterno teams and had friends that went to school with um, and and friends in Pittsburgh that actually played on Penn State football team. You know, I know the brand is one of the best five brands in the country, and the teams are fantastic. I know James Franklin from Maryland when he coached in our game in 2003 when he was offensive coordinator, followed him all these years, and, you know, it truly was a blessing to uh, see Penn State pop up on that screen on ESPN to see they were coming to the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. And as you mentioned, this is a year of first. First time Penn State will be in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. First time that Penn State will play Ole Miss. And it could be, with a win, the first time ever. And it'll go down in history because we're moving to the playoff next year. But Penn State would be the first and only team ever to win all New Year's Six, all six New Year's Six Bowl games. Absolutely, and that's that's all a chance for them to make history at a game that has great history. I mean, you've presided over this for a long time. What kind of growth have you seen, and what did it mean that the that the Chick-fil-A Bowl, which then transitioned back to the Peach Bowl moniker, got back into the New Year's Six, or got into the New Year's Six? Well, that's interesting. Our, our title sponsor prior to Chick-fil-A was according to the media, was weather plague. Because every report would come out, the weather plague Peach Bowl, because our weather was so bad, we were known for, if you ask people in Atlanta, hey, have you been to the to the Peach Bowl? Yeah, it was the coldest I've ever been in my life uh, until 1992 when we had the Georgia Dome uh, where we could promise 72 degrees. Um, and then in 1997, when Chick-fil-A signed on as the title sponsor, which now they're the longest title sponsor in college football history of a bowl game. Um, they've been great partners. Um, and for me, you know, I haven't volunteered when I, in my corporate life with Adidas and Converse as a volunteer on the board of the old Peach Bowl. Uh, to see it grow from, you know, struggling to now where we're part of the New Year's Six you know, being 56 years old and in the same sentence with bowls that are 105 years old like the Rose Bowl and 85 years old like the Cotton and the Orange and the Sugar uh, and be a part of the New Year's Six has really been great to see. A tribute to a lot of people who's done a lot of hard work and we're blessed to be a part of it. 
It's interesting because you mentioned the Georgia Dome. I actually did a game in the Georgia Dome, but it was the NCAA tournament. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. didn't get a chance to, to do a game, a football game in there. Uh, all right. Well, now so, I have a Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. I think is the best stadium in the country. Um, great sight lines, great fan experience. Uh, the concessions are the lowest price concessions in any facility in America. Yes. Um, it's uh, and with with a sold out, we expect a fully sold out crowd. Um, it's going to be a dynamic experience for all the fans of Penn State, knowing obviously that you know, when there's a whiteout or a Penn State game, it's a to me it's one of the top five experiences I've mm-hmm. experienced in 45 years being in sports. But uh, Mercedes Benz is a special place when we get two college teams in there and. Uh, you know, two high-ranked teams like we'll have for the Chick-fil-A Beach Bowl. Yeah, two teams that in the 12-team playoff both would have made it. Uh, and the I, I was I'm glad you brought up the concessions because I was going to bring that up. People don't realize that in that building, right, you're going to be surprised when you go up to the concession stand and say, really? I'll take two. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it's phenomenal. Give Arthur Blank all the credit in the world. Yes. He he went to uh, Levy and he said, "Look, here's what I'm going to pay you. Now you're out of the deal. You just service it. I'll name the prices of the stuff." And don't you know he did more business than if they would have had to higher prices because people didn't eat before they went to the stadium like they used to because the stadium prices were too high. So now they buy their food in the stadium and. You know, they've made more more money off having lower priced uh, items than uh, than before. So, great great idea by him, and uh, you know we're blessed to have him in Atlanta as somebody that's really done a, a lot of great things in the city. Gary, let's talk about the value of bowl games and the value of the Peach Bowl. What is the value to the community in terms of what it does to give back and to charities and so forth, and the, the value, in your opinion, of the game itself? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. We were founded in 1968. Uh, it's the ninth oldest bowl game in the country, but we're the first bowl game founded for charity. And so we've kept that as part of our DNA all these years. We've given $62 million to charity, uh, which sets us apart as the number one most charitable bowl organization in the country. We recently gave $20 million to Children's Health Care of Atlanta to start trials and find cures to eradicate childhood cancer. Wow. We now have 12 trials with 37 kids in them, and our leukemia trial is going to its second phase. And I think one of the places they're going to use is Pittsburgh Children's Hospital. Wow. Um, but, you know, we're, we're using football for the greater good. Uh, we have $9.3 million in a endowed scholarships in 35 universities throughout the country of teams that have played in our bowl game or our kickoff game. Uh, we'll donate $50,000 to each team from the Peach Bowl this year. Chick-fil-A corporately will match that. So we'll have $100,000 in an endowed scholarship that we'll give to Penn State University as well as Ole Miss for playing in our game. Um, so it's something that's very, very important to us uh, to give back through college football. And um, and we do, you know, we do economic impact as well, like the rose and the sugar and the orange and the cotton. 
where, you know, we'll probably with our kickoff game and our bowl game, you know, we're typically somewhere around close to $100 million in economic impact, which translates to about, you know, $6 million in uh, state sales tax. And we're typically about 5 to $6 million per year in charitable donations. So, um, you know, college football has a big impact on uh, on Atlanta. We're the fourth largest convention town in the United States. Our African game and our Peach Bowl are two of the top five conventions in the fourth largest convention town in, in the country. So that's how, and you put the SEC championship in there, three of the top five conventions on an annual basis in Atlanta are college football games. So that's how important college football is to Atlanta. Then you add on top of that having the College Football Hall of Fame there, uh, having the longest run kickoff game, you know, college football, very, very important to Atlanta. A lot of media have called us the capital of college football. And justifiably so. And on top of it, you talked about James Franklin being down there, and you remember him, you remember the game specifically. Gary, you've done this for a while. How important are, are relationships to you? You know, we talked about that today at the press conference. I'm sorry, with, with Brian Tripp afterwards. You know, I, I told people I don't root for teams. I root for people. And I said, uh, you know, being in this business to get people to play in our kickoff game, to uh, get people to play in our golf tournament, which is the preeminent golf tournament for college coaches in the country, Um and before we moved into the CFP, I was responsible for selecting the teams for the for the old uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Um, it, it really is something that is very simple in my mind. People want to do business with people they like, yep. number one, who they consider friends, number two, and who they trust and will do business and, and will deliver on what they say they're going to do. So... You know, sales to me has never been hard. Um, building relationships is what it's all about. And, you know, we have a an external business philosophy that I created called CARE, which is C is for customer. Always treat the customer first. A is for attitude. Bring a great attitude to everything you do. R is relationships. We build deep, long-lasting relationships so you can do business with someone today in 20 years, they'll want to do, still do business with you again. And then E is for excellence. We strive for excellence in all that we do. So, um, you know, that's that's our philosophy, and I think that's uh, pretty much what's held us in good stead all these years. How excited about uh, are you about the pure game because of the styles of the teams involved? Yeah, I I said in our initial press conference uh, with both coaches when uh, CFP announced the, the matchup, I said styles make for great fights. And um, when you look at the defense, which total defense, Penn State's number one in the country and third overall in passing defense efficiency um, and some other categories, and you look at Ole Miss offense, which they have a top 10 quarterback, top 10 running back, top 20 offense. Um, at the end of the day, you're going to see a great offense against a great defense. 
I think one of the keys, or two of the keys of the game, are going to be Penn State's defense ability to play against the team that gets a playoff every 23 seconds. Yep. And playing against a hurry-up offense is a different kind of defense you got to play because you're not always going to get substitutions in for different uh, uh, different plays, uh, different situations in the game, different downs. Um, you got to be ready to play because they put that ball down and they're right on it without any huddle. Uh, I think secondarily the turnovers, which any coach will tell you, is typically the telltale sign of the game. But both these teams are very stingy in giving the ball up, but very efficient in getting the ball uh, back. So I think turnovers and and Penn State's ability to deal with the hurry-up offense are going to be two real keys to this game. Final topic I want to go to is, is that of bowl games themselves. Um, it is there are some that have a narrative, and it's a narrative that oh, they're meaningless exhibitions, right? You and I, of course, feel I I, I know I we talked about this before. Feel very strongly one eighty of that. So tell us from your point of view what these games mean, not just for the sport itself, but for the players as well. Well, I use one example over the 26 years I've been doing this. Frank Beamer, after his Virginia Tech team played in our game, he had all the seniors get up and just talk to the rest of the team and the coaches about what it meant to be a part of the team, to be a part of Virginia Tech's football heritage, to play next to their brothers, to play for the coaches they played for, to say what they learned about themselves uh, individually as well as collectively on how to be a part of a team. And all these things lead to what people are going to have to do when they get in the real world and when they get in the business world. You know, I was fortunate enough to play basketball at North Carolina State Mm -hmm. and coach basketball there. And there's no greater teacher than sports. You deal with winning, you deal with losing. You deal with adversity, you deal with um, uh, as Bill Curry said in his, his book <laughs> Ten Men in a Huddle. Yep. You know, you can have a, a white kid from the hills of North Carolina and a black kid from the streets of L.A. and a, and a Jewish kid and a Catholic kid and a, a you know, none of, that, none of that matters when you get in the huddle. Mm-hmm. Because you're dependent upon each other, and you're dependent upon that person next to you doing their job so that you can do your job and vice versa. And if you both do your jobs, you have a chance to be victorious and win the day, win the play, win the game, etc. And that's the same with life. And I think we're losing some of that um, with the entitlement factor and some of the process we're going through in college athletics now. And uh, I worry about that, frankly, because sports has been one of the great teachers of our society, and um, we're making it a little bit too much about money and not about all the inherent um, relationships and educational aspects that you receive by being a member of a part of a team. Yeah, and that's why a previous question, when we talked about money, we talked about how much money is donated back 
by the bowl games. That's that's a factor in money as well, is the donation part. And I don't think people realize how much money's given back, which you did a great job of outlining. Gary, I really look forward to uh, going down there, broadcasting it. And yes, as since you have all those Pittsburgh roots, what the heck, I'll bring Jack Ham with me. <laughs> well, I look forward to meeting Jack Ham and uh, look forward to meeting you as well and providing you some Southern hospitality uh, and uh, really enjoying a great week of uh, congratulations to Penn State for what they've achieved. And again, this could be the 20th uh, team that will have accomplished 11 win season in Penn State history. And send their seniors out the right way, finish top 10 in the country, and really give them up an opportunity to set up for next year what could be, again, a, another successful season moving into the 12-team playoff for Penn State. Gary, Peach Bowl defines class and, uh, and, and first class, and we appreciate the fact that Penn State's going, and on top of that, appreciate the time you gave us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Gary. All right. Gary Stoke, the president, CEO of the Peach Bowl.